0: Ladies and, gentlemen, Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to the best music podcast ever, ever? Available on six platforms, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Store, Spotify, and more. You're listening to the When Words Fail Music Speaks podcast with James Cox and Blake
1: Mosley. everybody, welcome to Word Sale Music Speaks Podcast. I'm your host, the professional handicapped, and I know my voice sounds like Scooter from the Muppets. And on the other end of the line, you will hear my co host, who is the loudest guy in the room. Only when you can play the drums, the podcast internet sensation, quite possibly the sexiest voice on the internet. My friend and yours, Brozley.
0: What's up, man? It- Hey man, um I uh I also might be the loudest guy in the room because my ceiling fan was on full blast and I just had to adjust it because I want this to come through as fine of quality as possible. Yes sir. Um and I I also want to say a, a big apologies to our listeners uh for not being able to post an episode yesterday mm-hmm. because that's my fault. <laughs>
1: well um, i mean we all understand that life happens and i think our our lessons are very forgiving of that and uh oh,
0: yeah well, I, I certainly hope so I yeah think that, uh <laughs> it's uh y- you know uh we we talked briefly about that before we started um just in one of those moods just a a, a day where you're not feeling it and right. uh if if i can't give it my then I, I don't think I'm, I'm up for it. So it's, uh, one of the things, uh, and I'm not saying I'm mentally ill, but I also (laughs) think that mental, (laughs) mental health is important. And, uh, you know, talk, talk to your friends. If you're, if you're having days where it's just everything sucks and you just need to vent, do it, man. It's important. So, Absolutely. So um, that being said, super excited to do this episode.
1: Yeah, because uh, I remember you said that this is the best hour you've ever you've, you've had uh, throughout the week, and I could not wait to do this show with you because last week, man, it dragged, it dragged so long. Yeah. My like, when is Monday gonna get here? Right, and then Monday right. rolled into Tuesday, and Tuesday is here. So yeah, yeah so this is my get right idea. Yeah, so this is my favorite hour uh, with yeah. you ever throughout the whole week. Yeah,
0: it's so and we normally do these, you know, on my lunch breaks while I'm at work. Uh, Now, tonight we're doing it in the afternoon while I'm home. So I must ask you, are you drinking coffee?
1: I am not. Are you?
0: No, no coffee. I'm not. Um, I've tried my best lately to get off of my uh, coffee kick at night. Right. um, Because I just don't think it's good for me. Right. (laughs) Uh, I've been drinking a lot of tea. Tea. Allie got me some tea, um, and uh, trying to if I am going to drink something like that, you know, I would prefer to drink tea. But this time, I've got a snow cone.
1: Ooh, I love snow yeah. cones. Yeah, nothing
0: so now heavy metal like a snow
1: cone. <laughs> right. So okay, so uh, since you drink tea, what kind of tea is your favorite tea? Mine is dragon fruit tea. It's so oh, good. Nice dragon fruit. Yeah.
0: Um, I. It's, it's hard for me to nail down a favorite tea. Of my I used to drink tea a lot more a few years ago. Um, I'm I'm trying to get back into that. Right. Um. Lately, the past few nights I've been drinking, uh, Sleepy Time Tea.
1: I've heard that was uh, great,
0: and it's awesome.
1: Okay, uh, it's, I need to try it's it. has got it. a
0: little bear on the cover of the box. You can get it from Walmart. Right. Um. Just a. A little bit of uh, sleepy time tea and uh, a spoonful of honey. And, dude, no, uh, I'm set.
1: It doesn't put you to sleep? Yeah, it does. Oh, uh, so it I'll, works. I'll, huh? I'll
0: do that and play some video games and right. uh, drink on some tea while I'm playing some video games. And I'm out.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Well, uh, I know you asked me if I was drinking coffee and asked me, no. Today I'm drinking from Dunkin' Donuts, and it's called, it's, it's called Frozen Chocolate. Ooh. It is the best ever.
0: Is it? So is it? Is it coffee?
1: You know what? I don't know. I think it's just like I think they blend it into coffee. They just put a lot of chocolate in it. You know, to make okay. it like a you know, chocolate. It's kind of like a chocolate shake. Or it's like a frozen chocolate shake. Oh, and I guess that's all it is with with a little bit of a little bit of caffeine in it. But
0: okay, yes, yeah, so I'm so awake. Dunkin' Donuts.
1: Yes, uh, well, yeah. I think it's just Dunkin', in it? I think they got yeah, rid I of think, the donuts. Yeah, that's
0: right. They did. They yeah. dropped the donuts, didn't they?
1: Yeah. Although so, uh, it, it was Dunkin' Donuts on the actual mean. store. Yeah. Um,
0: I, I need to, I need to try to uh, make my way over there. Right. I just never think about it. Um yeah. And they, they have like all these crazy deals all the time and I just never, never think to go. Yeah. So, but,
1: good stuff. Before we enter this, the uh, we before we hit podcast, I realized that at uh late, Bruce Lee was on Twitter and I had no idea that he yeah. went that he was,
0: <laughs> I've, I've had a Twitter since 2009 uh-huh. and, and I the, barely use it.
1: You're right. Yeah.
0: I tried my best a few months ago. My sister-in-law is, is big on Twitter. That's the only social media that she has.
1: Oh, okay. Um, well, that's, I, think, I mean, yeah. uh, and
0: Snapchat and stuff, you okay, know, but, yeah. uh, she she always uses other people's Facebooks or Instagrams or whatever, but she's mm-hmm. big on Twitter, and so she she sends me all these like funny tweets and stuff like that. But I feel so bad because I I hardly ever check my Twitter. Right. So um, that being said, right before we started, <laughs> I was like, we've got a Twitter, and I don't think I'm following it.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I
0: made a quick dash um, and uh, and and hit that follow button, which all mm. of you should do also as yes, well. Yes.
1: Yes. And we will give you that at the end of the show, but the, but the main reason why I asked you that is, uh, are, do you happen to follow Corey Taylor?
0: Uh, I do not. I, I really don't follow a whole lot of um
1: music, a lot of musicians. Celebrities and musicians,
0: yeah. 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 Um, but uh, there's a lot of podcast pages that I follow, so that's nice, that's fun, and yeah. now ours, so that's cool. Right. But no, what what's uh what's going on with old Corey Taylor these days?
1: Well, well okay, so you know Corey Taylor, the the Infinite Myth guy who. Started one of the started Slim Knot, uh Stone right. Sour. So a while back he he uh, left a like a leak that he was starting his own solo project. I'm like, hmm mm, interesting. what is this is, yeah. So I got online on Twitter uh while while I was at work and lo and behold, his first uh solo song single comes out tomorrow. I don't know what's oh. called but uh, it, if you go to his Twitter account, it'll show you, like, a little snippet from them, from his uh, song. And it's uh, yeah. amazing. Interesting. So, yeah.
0: Hey, question. Did you ever play the Tony Hawk uh, Pro Skater games or anything like that?
1: I played 1, 2, and 3.
0: 1, 2, and 3? Okay. Way back so when. They're, they're remaking 1 and 2. Yes. So they... I haven't had a chance to look at it yet, but they have announced the soundtrack for the remakes of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. Right. So I don't know if it's going to be like reimagined versions of those classic songs. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they're making a documentary about those games as well. Right. And uh, I'm sure everybody remembers. If you played those games, everybody knows Superman by Goldfinger. That's
1: the only going one on there. Right, that's <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah,
0: but it's. I think the name of the documentary is called "Pretending I'm Superman." Right. I think that's the name of the documentary. So pretty neat. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because I remember way back in the day playing the hell out of a uh, Tony Postgate, uh, Tony oh, yeah. Hawk Postgate one. That was yep. my favorite. O- only because of that one song, "Superman" by Goldfinger.
0: All of those it. games had the best soundtracks. They like did. Every they did. single one just had bangers from the beginning to the end. Um, I was big on. So when I started playing them, mm-hmm. I played like the first one and the second one. I never owned those. <clears throat> I played them. My friends had them on like Nintendo 64. Right. Um, and I would go play them at their house and I thought they were really fun. But the first one that I ever owned was Pro Skater 4. Okay. And that opened up. My eyes to so many different bands, different types of music. Um, that's the first time I ever heard uh, Less Than Jake, um, System of a Down, um, uh, all kind of people. Like I, I, I discovered N.W.A. and Public Enemy. Like it was just yep. Anthrax. They were all on those, mm. on that, on that uh, Pro Skater Four game.
1: Yeah, I forgot Anthrax so. was on it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Pretty I sweet. mean.
1: I mean, I've heard of Anthrax way before Tony Proskauer because when I got yeah. into Vandalica, you know, way back yeah. in the high school, like, right? Who is this other band? Oh, okay, it's Anthrax, and Scott Ian just blew me away with it, with his magical riffs on the right. on the guitar. Exactly. So, so. hey, uh, are are you a fan of metalcore? M- metalcore music,
0: dude. I uh, so there are. There are genres that are defining for me,
1: right?
0: In my musical taste, mm-hmm. and metalcore was a big part of my life.
1: Metalcore in high school, yeah, right,
0: uh, for sure. Right. Uh, and it's uh one one of the my favorite things about metalcore was this was, you know, uh, these days bands and music in general, it, you don't see as much of a a, a big merch push with t shirts.
1: You know what right. I mean, right?
0: But it was like this metalcore, uh, the the latest of the well, I shouldn't say the latest because metal and and that's what that's what's going to get kind of tricky when you talk about metalcore. There's so many uh, different types of metalcore that has it, it's there's there's more subgenres that branched off of the metalcore subgenre. It's it's confusing, right? But this era that we're talking about today, for me, is quintessential metalcore. Metal Mm -hmm. metalcore. Um, and the t-shirts that came from some of these bands were just
1: amazing, epic,
0: man. Like it it was the coolest thing in high school. Like you would, where I went to school, you had to wear a button-up shirt, right? But so you're not going to find a (laughs) a band shirt, and and it's a button-up, right? But the cool thing to do where I went to school. (laughs) <laughs> is wear your heavy metal t-shirt under your button-up shirt and you can like show it off to your friends
1: mm-hmm. and You're we right. wore
0: like we wore like the sweatbands, and uh we had like our really baggy khaki pants like it was just we were the coolest and you couldn't tell us otherwise. you couldn't do it
1: <laughs> right well so, so. okay so Back in my day, and I can't say it because I'm forty years old. You're you're yeah. you're a lot younger than me. I know that. You're what, thirty four, thirty five, maybe. I'm, I'm twenty eight. Tw- 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 man, you're you're just a baby, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but back in my day, uh, the old school days, uh, I you couldn't talk me out of Metallica. Metallica was it for right. me back in high school. Yeah. But uh, in the early two thousands, my first real. Uh, in uh, I opened your band. Well, it had had to be Kill Switch Engage. Um, yes, for me definitely. Um, they were really, really th- now. This was back when uh, Jesse Leach w- was their first uh, singer, yeah, and then Howard Jones came in. Um, but mm. um, let me explain to you to people uh, what is metalcore, okay? Yeah, so metalcore or metallic hardcore is a fusion genre combines elements of extreme metal and hardcore punk, as well as with other styles blending metal and hardcore, such as crust punk and grindcore. Metal metalcore is noted for its use of breakdowns, slow, intense passages, conductive to washing. Other de- defining instrumentation includes heavy guitar riffs, Occasional blast beats and double bass drumming, Woo. which is great. Yep. <laughs> Vocalists in the in the genre typically yell or scream. Some later metalcore bands combine this with clean singing, awful, often during chorus. Uh, and death growls and, and gang vocals are common. 1990s metalcore bands were inspired by hardcore, while later metalcore bands were inspired by melodic death metal melodic death metal bands like at the gates and in flames influenced later metalcore bands
0: for sure and the one thing you said in there about the uh they typically uh have uh clean vocals usually in the choruses right i think the the bands that we're we're talking about today this was this was that era for sure
1: oh yeah totally
0: um It was, uh, you could tell it's heavenly, it's heavenly, (laughs) heavily influenced
1: by. Well, some uh, of it's heavenly. Yeah. You know, some of it is heavenly.
0: Yeah. Um, but you can tell it's heavily influenced by like eighties, excuse me, uh, eighties metal where it's based off of a guitar riff. Right. You know, it seems like groups like Iron Maiden or Jesus Priest had these guitar riffs and it was like the song was based off of the iconic riff. So this kind of made a comeback with this this uh, this era of metalcore with Killswitch Engage, Trivium, Bullet From Valentine, all these guys. They're they have iconic leads and all my friends that played guitar <laughs> whenever I was in high school. Right. Just wanted to play these songs, they're like, Oh, check this out, and they play it, and it's like, Oh, that's cool, let's play the whole song. Well, I only know the riff,
1: right? Yeah, darn it, right? Yeah, yeah. They,
0: like, let's, I know the opening riff to whatever, and right. uh, so yeah, this, this, this should be fun.
1: Well, see, so many, so many songs that we're gonna talk about today uh, it's so te- technical that yeah. not many people can actually play the songs, <laughs> you know? It's like, Yeah, how did these guys come up with these songs? Because, mm-hmm. um. You talk about blast beats, and with blast beats on the on the drums, Mm -hmm. it it involves um guitar over the blast beat parts, right? You know,
0: and blast beats are hard. They are, they are so difficult. And and speaking as a drummer, yeah, you really have to build up your forearm strength,
1: right? And your feet, right? (laughs) And your foot and your feet, yeah, yeah,
0: and and your feet. I I like to. Think that I'm okay with some <laughs> blast
1: beats, but <laughs> right,
0: it's it, you know blast beats make a huge or uh, a huge part of like death metal,
1: right? Oh um, yes, yes.
0: There's blast beats everywhere, and <sighs> some of those guys, when I watch their videos of them playing,
1: uh-huh.
0: it looks like they're just using their wrist, right? And I know that there's a technique that comes with playing with the wrist. Cannot figure it out.
1: Right,
0: I cannot for the life of me figure out how they do it. So until then, I'll just like almost kill myself with yeah my, right, with my and right yeah trying yeah. to
1: do blast beats. Uh for people who don't know who or who or what a blast beat is, I strongly encourage you to listen to Ooh. any Meshuggah album ever. Uh that drummer is so insanely He's good. Crazy. Yeah he yeah. he plays like I don't I can't even explain Bill Burr had the perfect perfect um explanation of how he does his drum drumming. Yeah. And I was finding and and the next time I'm out, you know, we can play his uh, little snippet. But mm-hmm. he explains it so well that it's it's understandably, you know, you can uh, you can understand what he does, you know. Yeah. So uh for the first band, you want to this one or do you want me to?
0: Yeah, you can you can take this one.
1: Hey breed, man. Woo. Hey Breed was a bad band, you know. Very, very yeah, good. Band off
0: of a, they got your name from this misfit song. So that makes it That
1: makes them even cooler Alright, cool Yeah Okay, so (laughs) Hey Breed is an American Metalcore band From Bridgeport, Connecticut Formed in 94 They have released One cover album And seven studio albums Uh, Most recently Concrete Confessional Which is on May 13th uh, 2016 It released Yeah Uh, Their musical style Blends influences From hardcore punk And heavy metal a prominent band with a hardcore thing. They are also considered a, a part of the of the metal metal scene, which is rightfully so because I think when you are dealing with metalcore, you you automatically belong to um punk and and uh, metal that genre yeah. both at the same time. Yeah, you know,
0: hate hate breed is influential. For a lot of bands in a lot of different genres. Yeah. Um. It's it's like everyone can agree that Hatebreed is good. <laughs> you know.
1: Also, um. No, no, I'm 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 thinking about Chimera because um. Every time Christmas comes around, Chimera does this Chimera Christmas or something. Um. Oh, it's cool. like a one show per year, and I don't know what to do with either shows, so I got out there. We're gonna to have to look that up later on and uh yeah, you know, inform these uh people about him about that show. But yeah, uh that's cool. yeah, Hey Breed uh, the current lineup now is Jamie Gasta, lead vocalist, which is amazing. I'm gonna you more about him later. Uh 94 to, to now. Chris Beatty plays bass, ninety four to now. Uh Matt by Matt Brand Byron plays drums, uh two thousand one to now. Frank uh, Novinick, which plays the rhythm guitar and the backing vocals, two thousand six then that's now. And Wayne Lozniak, uh he plays lead guitar, backing vocals. He played from ninety four to ninety six. Came back in two thousand nine, and still plays with them now. Uh, that's good. I love
0: when they come back, man. Right? Yeah. I love when yeah. they when they when they have old members rejoin. Yeah, that's can, all, It's a it's an awesome thing.
1: Right? Yeah, because you you can't find. Uh, many bands that connects, I mean, you can hire new band members, but they wouldn't connect as as well as the original members, you know, because the band started it, you know. Right. So, yeah. So their former um, band members was Larry Dewar Jr. Plays the rhythm and backing vocals from 94 to 96. Dave Russo drums from 94 to 96. Nick Nickel P uh, drums, 96 to 97. Matt Mcintosh, uh lead guitarist, '96 to '99. Jamie uh, Push Button, I, I'm I'm not gonna pronounce his last name because it's hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He played he played the drums from '97 to '99. Brig Ross, drummer, in '99 to 2000. Lou Richards, uh, rhythm guitar, from '96 uh, to to 2000, 2002. And he tragically died in 2006. So that was a oh, great yeah. loss for them, yeah. Uh, oh, and the last person is Sean Martin. He played lead guitar uh, from 1999 to 2009. Now, like we said before, uh, they've had nine studio albums, and they are... Uh, the first album was second and uh, Is the Death of Desire, which came out in 1997. Present... Per- Per- Perseverance, which came out in uh, 2002. The Rise of Brutality, which came out in 2003. Supremacy, which came out in 2006. Hatebreed, the self-titled album, came out in 2009. The, Div- Div- the Divinity of Purpose, 2013. And The concrete Confessional, which we stated before, came out in 2016. And the new album, which is to be dated, it's called The Weight of the False Self. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to hear that album. That album's gonna be brutal. So they had four, uh, no, three, three uh, extended plays, EPs. It had Hatebreed, hey Neglect, which came in in '95, Under the Knife in '96, and hey Breed Integrity, which came in in '97. Now, I will say that the main reason why Hatebreed is so good is because of Jimmy Justin, which is literally a vocalist. Yep. Uh, he's never left the band. I think that's that's considered his band. Um, this guy is so busy all the time because let me tell you something. He has three bands well four bands including Hatebreed. It's Hatebreed Kingdom of Sorrow Icepick and the band called Jaster. So he's cool. busy all the time, every day of the week. And he's got an right. awesome podcast called The Justice Show.
0: It's I'll have to check that out. Yeah. I, I haven't listed a podcast yet.
1: Yeah. He interviews um uh musicians that were his friends that he's toured with cool. and, uh you know, new new and upcoming uh rock stars. So yeah. that's an amazing podcast, too. So.
0: And he hosted Headbangers Ball for yes. a little bit, didn't he?
1: He did. He did.
0: Like in the early 2000s or something, I think he kind of he took over that yeah. uh went back when for, for for you kiddies that don't know <laughs> um mtv used to have a metal show right. called headbangers ball Headbangers, ball, Yeah. And, and uh it started in the 80s so there was a lot of 80s metal bands here it was i mean it was everybody it was thrash bands yeah. hair metal bands um and that that show lasted forever i remember yeah. seeing i saw like the last little bit of headbangers ball <laughs> Um, and it featured, you know, at the time they had bands like Slipknot and, right um, the hardcore, like the hardcore scene, yeah.
1: uh,
0: the, the Christian hardcore scene was taken over. yeah So it was like 06, right. 07. Yeah. So Norma Jean and Under Oath was on Headbangers Oh my God, they are like You know, badass like badass I, I remember seeing that and being like, oh, this is crazy, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Hatebreed. And it's
1: I a, and I vaguely friv- uh, remember that. Correct me for wrong now, but I think they were on Beavis and Butthead, weren't they? I think they or were. twice? I
0: think they were. And 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 another thing about them that I think is is so cool. Like when you when you start a band, one of the first things you want to do is come up with a cool name. Once you've got the cool name, one of the things you want to do is come up with an iconic. Logo and Hatebreed has had one of the most iconic band logos that I ever that I've ever seen. You go to a shop uh, at the beach or whatever, and it's like a, a t-shirt store or whatever. Right. Um, you're gonna find about 20 different Hatebreed t-shirts. I mean, it's just that's that's what they want to buy. They want to buy d- t-shirts for bands that have iconic logos because that's what sells. Right. So you're gonna find. Metallica shirts. You're gonna find Misfit shirts, and you're more than likely gonna see a Hatebreed T-shirt. Even if you've never heard the band, the logo is uh, is amazing. Is burned into your brain. Right. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Speaking of burning, uh, well, that's that's their basic logo. So a uh, Hatebreed logo for anybody who yeah. don't know is just the word Hatebreed with a with a really flames cool font. Yeah, yeah, with flames on it. So that is that is a epic logo and everybody should uh buy at least one t-shirt i i think i had like two t-shirts but they don't fit anymore so i had to get rid of them so oh yeah but i can i i I, I can buy new ones right yeah exactly (laughs) exactly exactly
0: or if you guys want to buy james a hate breed t-shirt uh and send it to him he'll love that
1: yes please (laughs) do that and (laughs) yeah. Uh, so any I'll sponsors take some band there, too. But, I don't,
0: yeah, let's get right. some sponsors yeah. up in here.
1: And yeah, we should. Um,
0: I also like band T-shirts, so yeah. send them my way. Right. Well, you okay. want me to? Uh, you want me to take this next one?
1: Yes, sir. If you don't mind, oh,
0: dude. This is a great band. Yes. Um, in this in this genre, in this era of this genre, Kill Killswitch uh, Kill Engage was a huge part of this.
1: Mm,
0: they um, were, and they. They had the memorable riffs, they had really catchy songs, they were heavy. Um, Howard Jones had a wonderful screaming voice, and he had an iconic clean vocal. You know, that all his clean vocals for all of the choruses or whatever, uh, just iconic, man. Right. Howard Jones is the man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kill switching. I'm uh, sorry, I'm gushing over Kill Switch Engage. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kill Switch Engage is an American medical band uh, uh, from Westfield, Massachusetts, formed in 1999, after the disbanding of Overcast and Aftershock. Uh, kill Switch Engage's current lineup consists of vocalist Jesse Leach, guitarist Joel Strutzel, and Adam. Oh, God.
1: Yeah. I'm going to call him
0: Adam D. Adam D. That's
1: what Adam yeah, D. Yeah.
0: I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Mm, no. um, bassist Mike D'Antonio and drummer Justin Foley. Hmm. Um, the band has released eight studio albums and two live performance albums. Their eighth studio album, Atonement, was released on August 16th of 2019. I'll admit I haven't checked it out. Here's why. I jesse so we just talked about jesse leach was the original singer for kill switch um he did one album i think an album or an ep right and then he left right um and then they brought in howard jones Mm -hmm. howard jones did a few albums with him and then he left and jesse leach (laughs) came back right uh and i was not happy about it (laughs) because yeah howard jones is the man yeah And when I got to finally see Killswitch Engage Engage live, it was not with Howard Jones. Jesse Mm. Leach had just rejoined the band, and I was so upset. (laughs) But anyway.
1: Well, um, you're probably going to be mad at me because I saw him with Howard Jones, dude. (laughs) Damn. Twice. Twice. Yeah. And he did. Yeah, that guy is. if you think that he doesn't sing well on the, on his uh, on the on the albums, man, you need to think again because that's exactly how I sounds <laughs> live. Right. Amazing he's, life.
0: Yeah, I've seen some videos and he's yeah he brings it down, man. He, yeah, he's the he's the man. Um. So currently, Killswitch Engage consists of Adam D. That we've mentioned. Uh, he plays lead guitar, also does backing vocals. Um, but he's also done drums and backing vocals. Um, but, uh, or excuse me, sorry. Uh, he has done drums. I think he has recorded some drums. He's a, he's a phenomenal, excuse me, a phenomenal, uh, uh, producer. And some amazing, some amazing albums, uh, define the great line, uh, by under oath was produced by Adam D. Um, and there's a cool documentary I saw where he's very involved in the writing process. Uh Mm-hmm. And one thing about them, one thing he likes to do is they, I forgot what the term is called, but whenever he records with a band, he does it one take. So you, you record your drum part. We're not, we're not going to do sections of it. You're going to play the whole song in one take. So get it right. Wow. Like he, because he believes in the authenticity of, he doesn't want to splice it together So whenever he does his guitar parts all the way through one take, don't mess it up. So he's a, he's really, he's a really good producer.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Mike D'Antonio, uh, plays, uh, bass in kill switch engage. He's been there all along. Joel Strutzel, uh, rhythm guitarist. Uh, he kind of looks like, uh, one of the guys from, um, uh, Viva La Bam. You remember Viva La Bam? Hey Rake. Uh, Rake. He, yes, looks he looks like, a like Rake, Rake. Yeah. Yep. He sure does. Yeah. Or at least he used to. He may right, not yeah, anymore. Yeah, but yeah. at keep... one time he had the same haircut.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. But uh. Yeah. He did back backing vocals. Uh. And lead guitar. Uh, Justin Foley. Uh. Who's been playing drums since 2003. Uh. Justin Foley is uh, a very underrated drummer. I feel like. Um. I've always enjoyed his drumming, and uh. He kind of goes against the grain for what a lot of drummers like. Set out to be with a when you're a metal drummer and you have to have this big rig and you have to do sudden, you, you they, it's like they've got these unwritten laws, yeah. that come with drummer and, and he's always just been like, This is what I like, so I'm gonna play it mm. like this.
1: I just um, want he to know, also looks
0: like my friend Robert, right. uh, bald and has a long beard, so, yes.
1: So I just want to know how he grows that fantastic beard, man. That's
0: it's incredible, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. Uh, and then Jesse Leach, as we mentioned before, uh, lead vocalist from 99 to 2002, and then rejoined the band in 2012 and is currently still singing for them. So formerly, you have uh, Pete Cortese on the rhythm guitar from 2000 to 2001, <sighs> and Howard Jones, um, yeah, the best singer of Killswitch Engage yeah. uh, from 2002 to 2012. What a glorious 10 years that was. Um, and then uh, Tom uh, Gomes, who was on drums from 2002 to 2003. Now, live, they have had some uh, different drummers or, excuse me, musicians that have come in and played with them, such as Patrick uh, Lockman on lead guitar and backing vocals in 2007, Philip Labonte um, from All That Remains on the vocals. Amazing Uh, vocalist. He's he's a great vocalist. That's a great metalcore band, too. All That Remains. Um, Jordan Mancino, who plays drums in As I Lay Dying, Played with them briefly in 2013, Mm -hmm. Um, another great metalcore band, and uh, Josh Mihillik on the Rhythm Guitar in 2019. Uh, Studio albums that they've put out are are great, Uh, Killswitch Engage, self-titled in 2000, uh, and then Alive or Just Breathing in 2002, those were the two albums with Jesse Leach. Um, I will admit that on Alive and or just breathing, my last serenade is a great song.
1: That's probably um, the best one on that whole album. Well, yeah, no, I would say that's got to be um, that one. Wait, no, fixation of the darkness is a good. It's a great song too. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I've always
0: been a huge fan of my last serenade, even though it wasn't with Howard Jones. But I can tell right. you this: listening to them play it live, uh, or watching videos of them playing live yeah. and playing my last serenade, I got to admit, Howard Jones just does it All better way. man his All he's just everything about his singing is so much better yeah um the end of heartache oh that's a great that's a great 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 album start to finish mm-hmm. um there's some really good ones on there as daylight dies also a great one i will also admit that the revamped and extended edition of as daylight dies has an amazing uh bonus track called this fire it's really good um and then also an amazing cover of holy diver originally oh by yeah Dio. yeah that's one. and the music video Man. that they made for that
1: is so funny
0: so funny yeah. yeah absolutely um and then their self-titled killswitch engage in 2009 which wasn't bad it wasn't my favorite um but that was the last one uh with howard jones then in 2013 disarm the descent
1: that was their uh, album I it,
0: I don't remember a whole lot, from it, but I'll have to. I might have yeah. to re- recheck that out. Um, Incarnate in 2016, and then Atonement in 2019. Now I I I know I just said I never checked out the new album, yeah. but I remembered that they do a song
1: with Howard Jones. with
0: Howard Jones right, yeah. on that album. So, yeah, so he, he came, came back. With the song. Yeah, he, he came, came
1: back for, well, for one song. So.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's right um they had 20 videos, 24 singles and two video albums. Um all their music videos were unique right. uh and we just talked about the Holy Diver uh, Holy Diver video that they did. Um so funny and a recreation of the actual Holy Diver music video from back in the day that Dio yeah. put out. Right. Um but yeah, oh man, this is a great man.
1: Now and, I will uh, say something nice. about the two singers, okay? Yeah. So Howard Jones has an amazing growl growling voice, right? Right. But on the other hand, Jesse Leach has the most like mo- most beautiful, clean voice I've ever heard from yep. that band. You know. So each each of the singers brings something like very well done to the to the band yeah you know
0: yeah they've got their they both got their strengths right um yeah i I, what i love about howard jones's voice is like it's almost got like this he's got this vibrato that comes with it that it's almost like a gospel voice
1: right Um, yes
0: and it comes naturally for those of you who don't know howard jones is a black man and whatever right. <laughs> the way he sings yeah. is so soulful, yeah. So it's just like, uh, exactly. uh, you know. it's just, oh god, it's just, exactly. it's amazing, yeah. But Jesse Leach, uh, they weren't. I mean, when I got to see them at Carolina Rebellion and Jesse Leach had just rejoined, it wasn't bad. I still enjoyed myself very much.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah.
0: They're a great live band. Um, and his and his vocals were good. I just, I got to give it to Howard Jones, man. Yeah. He's just. Uh,
1: from what I saw on YouTube, and and this is true because I heard it from Adam. D I mean Adam D is crazy. I gotta I gotta take you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure about him in a minute. But um, uh, they they said when Howard left, they uh interviewed or tried out a lot of people, and mm-hmm. and they didn't give Jason break. He actually tried out too, so it's not like. Hey, you come come back whenever you want to. No, no, they 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 tried him out at the last. He
0: actually had to try out. Right? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah the the last guy that you tried out was Jesse. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So if you think that he got a free ride, no, no, they no, you know, he he had to go back. They were super like hard on else. him. Yeah. Yeah. They were super sure. hard on him. But um, my Adam story. Have you met any of the Killswitch guys yet? I
0: have not. No. Okay.
1: So the first time I met. Anybody from Killswitch was um was the uh, Mike I think Mike Mike uh the bassist his name is Lindsay Mike right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I met mean, him, but he but he we um I he wasn't like he, it was the end of the show. He had to go back to his bus and everything. But I will tell you this: they are friends with Matt and Jeff Hardy because. I met Matt and Jeff Hardy outside of their other bus. Just cool. yeah you know, you know, after the after the show one time. And then well, the, I think
0: they did they not use a kill switch song for like a that, promotional wrestling?
1: That was Steampunks. Steampunks you used oh, okay. um, um the this Disfire the Burns. Oh his, yeah, there's that first the thing. Call, yeah, that's the with, how, with Howard Jones, right? <laughs> with Howard Jones uh, a yeah, man, bonus right. track. Yeah, but um, but when I met Adam D at uh at the House of Blues in Myrtle Beach, um, he yeah. came out with the with a hat that's a dork on it, and he was like just cutting up with people. <laughs> and He's oh, he's been the funniest guy ever. He in is. That band. He is hilarious. He is amazing. Amazing. He is too.
0: absolutely hilarious. So there's a. I was I was talking to you about that under oath documentary that I saw when they were they recorded Define the Great Line. Yeah. There's a funny bit in that uh, in that documentary about Adam D pooping himself. Oh no. Realizing yeah. that he had pooped himself. Oh no. And it's oh God, it's so it's so hilarious. Yeah. I think the whole documentary is on YouTube. Okay. Um and uh you should go check it out because oh, Adam D talking about pooping himself is it's great. So so funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Killswitch yeah. Man. Killswitch
1: oh. is a great band. Great band. So That's everybody cool. check them out. Yeah. Great albums. Um, next band we're gonna talk about is Trivium. Woo. And Trivium. Okay, so let me explain to you how great Trivium right. they are. They're like, I don't know. They're like, um. If Heaven came down and play your band, that's it. That's that's, <laughs> that's Trivium for you, right? Okay? <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll give them this, man. As far as like, if you if you wanted to talk about a modern day metal band that could have been very successful in a totally different time period, it would have been Trivium, right? It's almost like you could pick Trivium up and throw them back in the late '80s, and they would have been just as successful. They just traditionally as far as heavy metal music goes trivium kept to it like it's 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 very you can see the influence from metallica from megadeth from slayer uh anthrax like the big four have such a huge influence on trivium and it's so it's so evident or so evident in all of their all of their songs right i love
1: them yeah they are great. Yeah. Um, hold on just a minute. Let me get something here. Okay. Okay. So, uh, uh more about Tribune is uh, okay. So, they are an he- American heavy metal band from Orlando, Florida, formed in 99. Uh, the band comprises a vocalist of Mac. He- Ma- okay. So, is not Matt Heefy or Heffy?
0: I think it's Heffy. I, th- I okay. think I've heard it pronounced okay. Heffy. Yep.
1: I, 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 I okay. I've yep. I, I, I heard it pronounced both ways. So it's him as lead, lead guitarist and vocalist, a uh, guitarist Corey Baleu, a uh, bassist Paul, Paul Palio. I'm not Greg Greg's Greg
0: Greg Okay,
1: Man. yeah, yeah. Greg Ledo. Uh, yep, sure. and sure, <laughs> and drummer Alex Bent. That's an easy. Yep. name. that's a really easy name. So okay, so uh, the band's debut album Ember to Inferno* was their only album released through Life Force Records in 2003. After getting signed to Amazing and Legendary Roadrunner Records in 2004, oh, yes. the band has released eight studio albums and over 20 singles. Wow. Their ninth studio album, uh, What the Dead Men Say, was released on April 24, 2020. I haven't heard that yet. That's That's going to be one of the... Yeah, I haven't Um, checked that one out yet. The band has sold over 1 million albums worldwide and was nominated for a Grammy for the song Betrayer at the 61st Annual Grammy Awards in 2019 for Best Battle Performance.
0: I did not know that.
1: I didn't know it either. Wow. It's amazing. They really are like Metallica. They are, yeah.
0: Getting Grammy nominations.
1: Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't doesn't go to, to Iron Butterfly again. (laughs) Damn.
0: <laughs> forgot about that yeah yeah that jethro uh, toll man J- oh yeah yep
1: yeah, yep yeah. yeah man okay so man he, man, he, 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 he sure. was the lead guitarist and the vocal uh for the band in 99 to now Corey bleu which plays guitar and unclean backing vocals whatever that means i don't know what unclean means but whatever
0: i think he just does uh like Scream. Secondary screaming. Yeah, yeah. there kinda, you go. Yeah, just yeah. kind of <laughs> low growls, whatever. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. So, <laughs> so you played it in the man from from oh, 2003 Well, 2003, 2003. Oh, wow. uh, to hey, to I, now. I know plenty
0: of people that say it that way. Yeah, yeah. And they're
1: just, um, like, the baths Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, polio, which played the bass and clean backing vocals, from twenty oh four. I guess I was thinking. Until uh, now, and Alex Bent, which played on drums in in two thousand and seventeen. to now, uh, now there's been some uh, past members. Yes, there uh, have a lot of a lot of drummers. So, <sighs>
0: yeah, they're they're like Spinal Tap in this sense. Yes, their drummers are still
1: alive. Exactly. Yes, exactly, and yeah. then die from a funny death. <laughs> like, uh, like that one guy Gardening then. accident Yeah right Yeah Yeah. Okay so their drummer uh, Travis Smith Which played in the band From 99 to two- 2009 mm-hmm. uh, Brent Young Which played bass uh, From 2001 to 2004 He also played guitar For them in, tw- in 2000 to 2001 And did the backing vocals From 2000 to 2004 uh, Nick Osseo uh, Austin Augusto, yeah, mm-hmm. played drums for him in, two, in, two, in 2009 to, to 2014. Matt Meridio which played drums again in 2014 to 2015. And the last drummer, Paul Wazicki, which plays in the band from 2015 to, to 2017.
0: Yeah, and I will say that Travis Smith was my favorite. Of those drummers, because um, he played on my favorite albums, uh, but his his playing style was just so good, man. The guy had machine gun feet, you know, it's yes. just like his double bass was just so fast. It was just, it, it's
1: incredible. Talking about blast beats, there's your blast beat guy right With there. With your feet. With your yes. feet. <laughs> you gotta move your hands and your feet at the same time, <laughs> which is hard to do. Yeah, it's a lot. Just ask briefly 'cause because you know a lot about Ooh. it. It's tough. So, okay. So the first album, like we said before, was Ember to Inferno, two thousand three. Uh, Ascendancy, which is two thousand five. The Crusade in two thousand six. Shogun, amazing album. Yeah, Shogun, t- great. Two thousand eight. In Waves, which was in two thousand eleven. Vengeance Falls, which which was in uh, two thousand thirteen. Silence and the Snow, which is in twenty fifteen, and uh the Send in the Sentence in Two thousand seventeen and their most recent album, What the Dead Man Say in Twenty Twenty. Yeah. Um now I will it's tell you I will tell you a fun fact that not many people know. Uh when I actually met uh Corey and at a at a show in House of Blues, beach. House of Blues is like a deep place to go to Ooh. meet people. Cause when you go when you go around and back, you know they'll they'll come out to the bus and you can you know get them to sign and take pictures. But uh, right. we asked Corey what was the um we were talking to him about something, and he mentioned that the Crusade album, which which was came out in two in two thousand six, he said that they produced that album they made the whole album in six days. Wow, six and and that was their their most weakest album. He says. But uh, they they had a a very strict deadline. They had to meet by this day, this time. So that's why the that's why the crusade wasn't very um, well thought out.
0: But you know, it still had some good ones. It on did. There. Oh yeah. Um, and uh, it, yeah, I agree. It wasn't the best of their of their albums, but the you know the the one before that ascendancy was that was the album that I, that I first discovered by them. Right. Um, so, you know, it's got gunshot to the head of trepidation, um, pull harder on the strings of your martyr. Um, and then they were featured on one of the underworld, uh, soundtracks. Okay. And, uh, I can't, man, I can't even think of the name of the song now, but, um, to, that was that was the era of Trivium that I <laughs> got into and discovered them, right. um, and then the Crusade came out, and there was you know there was still one or two that I liked by them. I could tell it was not their best work, um, but when Shogun came out, that is it, so that, just yeah. amazing. Shogun is amazing.
1: Hey, which um, um which which album was the detonation Alpha? Of? Was it Alpha of the Crusade or or because uh, that song was on Guitar Hero, 2? I think.
0: Which which one? Which song?
1: Uh De- 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 Detonation, Nation, yeah. I think that was on um
0: That was on the Crusade.
1: Do De- okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. Um I think they got really noticed by that by that song because like I mean Guitar Hero was I mean, that was a fantastic game uh, for the yeah. PS two two and Xbox. So I think yeah they really got their notoriety through that game and the Crusade from that song from the Crusade album really um uh, put it to the top. But I agree with you that the the Shogun um which was their uh uh sequel to the Crusade album, that was amazing because he had songs yeah. like uh Kurosuchi Goldman and the song Shogun and Into the Ma- into the Mouth of Hillary March, amazing songs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But um, yeah and my my so my friend Robert. Uh, had a. <laughs> I speaking of Guitar Hero, he had a. What's the word I'm looking for? It was a. It was a version of of Guitar Hero two, and I forgot what the term was back then. But when when Guitar Hero was out, there was a, there was like a hack or something that you could get for these songs. You can add songs to your guitar hero game and I forgot oh, how um, he did it, but he had he had something like that.
1: Yeah. Um and Clone Hero. Was,
0: is that what it was? I, something I, like that. Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah.
1: Or or uh, or Prince on Fire or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So there was a way that you could you could add your own songs to it. You didn't have you didn't have DLC right. very much back then. No. Um and you definitely didn't want to pay for it. So no, right. you mm. he had this like hacked version of Guitar Hero that feat that he had uh dying in your arms was on there. So that it was just a great song to have on there. And I, yeah. I like wanted to go to his house all the time to play guitar hero. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I would
0: play um that song. Dying in Your Arms. Yeah. Uh by the way, like Light like to the Flies, that was the album or the song that was on one of the trivium or not trivium, one of the underworld
1: oh, okay. soundtracks. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, um so good. Just yeah. everything about Ascendancy. There's so many good songs. Rain well, uh, all, all those, all those are so good, and they they did a cover of Master of Puppets on the extended edition of uh, Ascendancy.
1: Ooh, I gotta check that out.
0: It's so good.
1: That sounds amazing. Oh, but yep. the, uh, but the song, but my favorite song ever from Trivium is off of the album uh, The Silence in the Snow, which came out in 2015. And it's called Yeah Until the World Until the World Goes Cold. I, I don't know if you heard that song, but you must, you must listen to it. Man, that is fantastic. From beginning to the song to end of the song. That okay. that's, that's a head bobber right there. You really, really it. dig it. You know, the chorus is amazing. Yeah. Chorus is amazing on that one. So.
0: Well, uh, would you like me to take the next one here? Yes. I'm very excited to do that because this was definitely one of my favorite bands. Oh, great. Um, awesome. For a while uh, back in this, this era. Um, Atreyu, oh, yes, like from the Neverending Story. Right. <laughs> yes.
1: Um, yes.
0: <laughs> um, Atreyu is an American metalcore band. Uh, and don't worry, we will talk about some non-American metalcore bands. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Atreyu yeah. is an American metalcore band from Yorba Linda, California, formed in 1998. The band consists of vocalist Alex Varcata's uh Varkastas? yes. Yeah. Uh, guitarists Dan Jacobs and Travis Miguel. Uh bassist Mark Porter McKnight and drummer slash clean vocalist Brandon Saller. Um, Atreyu was one of the few bands that featured a drummer as a singer. So they had the same format as Under Oath. You know, you've got a you've got a guy that does all the screaming and you and your drummer is your clean vocalist. And then mm. more bands started popping up. So I think they were very influential. With that, you started seeing that more and more.
1: Was um, um was the, what were where did the first band to do it? Do you think?
0: I would say probably,
1: probably not. Yeah. Okay,
0: because you know Genesis.
1: Oh uh, yeah, well, yeah, was singing yeah. and yeah. Yeah, the tell, Eagles you know, tell and tell guys them. like
0: that, but yeah. it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't very common, right? And they had more singers involved, but you know, as far as a heavy metal band. You know, I think Atreyu and Under Oath and those guys, I think they they were like pioneers of drummers being clean vocalists. It's just it's such a hard thing to do. Right. Um, you know, yes, it's hard to play drums and sing at the same time, but physically it's difficult to do as well. Yes. Yeah. Right. Um, because of the way you have to position your body and you don't want to use a Garth Brooks headset. Um, if you're like me where you've been in situations where you've had to play (laughs) drums and sing a song, I refuse to wear a headset. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I'm going to set up my mic like Brandon Saller or Aaron Gillespie. And I'm going to have it to the side and I'm going to look cool as crap whenever I look back and sing into the microphone. Yes. Um, but yeah, Brandon Saller, uh, was not only a great drummer, he's an amazing, amazing singer. Um, but currently the band consists of Alex Farkastas uh, on the lead vocals uh, from 1998 to 2011. They briefly, you know, kind of yeah, faded out there for a minute. And then, you know, the band reformed in 2014. Uh, and they're still around today. Dan Jacobs, uh, who always had the sweetest looking guitars, like the white guitar with like the blood drips thing, yeah. on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. so cool.
1: cool. Wait, okay, uh, so, so I've seen these guys before. So, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, but he wore the... um. Oh uh, the karate kid headband on all the yeah, time. Yeah, okay.
0: Like a karate kid headband. Yes, and yes. you know, he's kind of a shorter guy. Yeah. So he comes out here and he's got this blood stained guitar, this headband on. He's kind of short, but he rips, man. He's, a, yeah, he's an amazing absolute, guitarist. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: but uh so he played uh he plays lead and rhythm guitar and backing vocals. Um you know he's been there since the get go. Mm-hmm. Uh Brandon Saler drums and uh the co lead vocals. He does other percussion, piano uh, programming, plays keyboards. Additionally, he'll play some guitar, um, and he's kind of been there from the start as well.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Travis Miguel on um, the rhythm and lead guitar uh, from 2011 or 2000 to 2011, and then 2014 when they reformed, still around. He also plays in Trapped.
1: Um, okay, I
0: know some of you are not as <laughs> Probably not well, as like trapped as like burying themselves yeah, in a hole still, deeper and deeper still. every day. Yeah. But well, the, um, thing is. Then, uh, yeah, the not, lead singer, yeah, not, is, not it, the <laughs> they, they gotta take, they yeah. gotta take his Twitter away from yeah, him. Yeah, they do. Um, so Mark Porter McKnight, um, bass and backing vocals. He does a lot of additional screaming, kind of like that secondary screaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's been in the band since 2004, um, and he's still with them today. Former members of Atreyu, Brian O'Donnell on the bass guitar and backing vocals, Kyle Stanley on bass guitar and backing vocals, Chris Thompson on bass guitar and backing vocals, and Tom McDonald uh, on bass guitar uh, in 2004. They can't keep a bassist until they found this guy, and he's good. And he had a, an incredible mustache at one time. Hmm. Um, the, it was very, it was, it, you know, he like curled it out. Oh, so he was like on one of end. those,
1: like, 1916 kind of... Yes. Okay.
0: He looked like a sir. Yeah, right. Like a good <laughs> yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, studio albums that they have released, uh, Suicide Notes and Butterfly Kisses, amazing. Mm. Came out in 2002. The Curse, amazing. Uh, came out in 2004. There's an extended edition of The Curse that has <laughs> uh, a cover of You Give Love a Bad Name.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. On
0: it, and it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, a death grip on yesterday, another amazing album. Um, and, uh, then they put out a greatest hits album after a death grip on yesterday. It came out in like 2007, right before lead sales, paper anchor came out. But, um, and it was the coolest thing. I was at best buy in Florence when I discovered that a Trey, you had a greatest hits album. And I was like, they haven't even been around that long, but, the funny part about it is like the cover of it looks like a, it's like a pink cartoon lamb. And then it's got like the way the CD is made. It's got like these, this uh, kind of pull apart um, cover. And then it has the, the actual like casing of the CD on the inside. Mm-hmm. So when you pull back the, the top layer of the album, it, it, like, <laughs> it rips the uh, the lamb's face in half, Ooh. and then there's, <laughs> like, a demon version of it oh, under no. underneath, and it's got, like, blood dripping from its yeah. mouth, so it's, like, it's got, like, rainbows on the cover of the thing. I'll have to send it to you. It's, yeah. it's, it's so funny, because, like, I remember getting that getting yeah. back in the car with my mom yeah. and then i'm oh. opening up the cd and she's like what is that
1: yeah. Yeah. and you're like i don't <laughs> Very, know mom
0: uh, i said uh, just uh, uh let's, just... let's just play it
1: yeah, right <laughs> right but uh
0: yeah so um and then they released lead sales paper anchor in 2007 also is a great uh great album produced by john feldman of goldfinger um he produced a lot of great albums for people over the years um he did he's done a lot of albums with them um but uh that extended version has an awesome cover of epic originally done by faith no more um
1: oh no so I check that Yeah,
0: yeah that's good that's a good cover
1: yeah
0: um and then congregation of the damned came out in 2009 this is kind of where I could tell that the band was starting to change a little too much. There were still some good songs on there, but it just wasn't quite the same. Mm -hmm. Uh, bleeding is a luxury is a great song on there. Um, and storm to pass. That's another good one on there as well. Um, and then, uh, the band disbanded temporarily for a little bit there, uh, and then made a comeback in 2014, as we've talked about. Then they released an album called long live in 2015. There's still some good songs on there. Um, and then in 2018, their latest release, "In Our Wake," uh, is uh, is out. <sighs> there might be a song or two on there that I like. I just, mm. It's like it, it, you get to a point where it's just not what it used to be. But right. um, Atreyu was was very influential on my drumming. Uh, Brandon Saller has been. Uh, it, it's so cool to watch a guy that can play so good and be such a great singer at the same time mm. and like never miss anything. Like he's a, he, he doesn't let the singing take away from his drumming. He doesn't let the drumming take away from his singing. And, um, there's some great, great, great Atrey songs that I've come to love over the years. And every now and then I just pull up Atrey on Apple music, and just let it shuffle. It's just, it was a good time, man. Good time yeah, man. in high school when I was really into them. So, so.
1: Well, let me t- let me show you. Sh- I'll share with you like a fun fact that you may not know, but you may know because you're a big fan of them. Uh, the curse. The curse is yeah. uh, uh, for for those of people who don't, who haven't seen it on the cover of it had a girl right had, uh looks like a vampire because she had like, v- like a vampire v- vampire yep. teeth. Yep. Uh, so this is one of the very few heavy metal bands that actually released a full blown album and then later on they released an instrumental album of the same album that released earlier. Yeah. And yeah. I, 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 okay, so there there there's one other rapper that I know that did that and that was J C with the black album. I've never yeah. heard of any metal band that did did that before or after.
0: Yeah, it's 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 not common at all. No.
1: That's that's um, a very unique and, and fun thing to, to have.
0: For sure. Um, because yeah, you can yeah. just
1: sit back, pop in the instrumental record and, and just meet all of what they can do, you know, especially, right. especially the drummer. Um, they're all incredible
0: musicians. Yeah. All of them.
1: Yeah. So that, was, um, that took, you know, to remember that we when I heard that.
0: There was, so right before lead sales, pa- paper anchor came out, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the song becoming the bull that's off that album.
1: Yes. Oh yeah. For was, sure. Like,
0: first single. I, yeah. Um, so, before the album was released, I remember there was a promotional thing. I saw it on their MySpace back Ooh. in the day. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you could go to their website, and it was before Becoming the Bull came out. They haven't premiered the song yet. But you could play a game where you have bits and pieces of the song, and you have to figure out what order it goes in. Oh, Wow. And if you could figure out the order, then you could unlock the song for free So for free.
1: Oh, wow. Yep. Okay.
0: So it took me forever. <laughs> um, but I, I fought that thing for she, a long she time she yeah. and I finally got it and like un- unlocked the song when I could have just been patient, waited for the album to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I I finally unlocked Becoming the Bull before it was ever like officially Released and got to listen to it, and right. I knew that that album was going to be great. I could tell that their their sound was changing with that album, um, but there's you know there's still so many. They have a huge back catalog of, of great music from over the years, and uh, I, I I have a special place in my um, love for music just for You because they were so influential to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so the last band we're gonna uh, tell you all about is Bullet for My Valentine. Yes. Uh, yeah, so let's just hop right into it because this band is amazing, Okay. Yeah. A Bullet for My Valentine, often abbreviated as BFMV, are a Welsh heavy metal band. From Bridgeland, Wales. That's not American. Huh? No. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> For, that was yeah. But formed in nineteen in nineteen ninety eight, the band is currently composed of Matthew Tuck, who is lead guitarist, lead vocalist, Well, no rhythm guitarist, lead vocal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Pageant, lead guitar and backing vocals. Jason Bold, drummer. And Jamie Matthias is the bassist. Mm-hmm. Former members include Michael Thomas, uh, Jason James, and Nick Crandall. Uh, the latter was the the latter was on bass. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were formed under the name uh, Jeff Kill John, which was their first name before Billy from a Valentine. Yeah, um, and started their music career by cover by covering songs from Metallica. And Nirvana. Great band to cover.
0: Nice. Uh, yeah.
1: Jeff John recorded six songs that which were not released. Two of these two of these tracks were were re re reworked later in their career. as bullet from the time. Mm. It changed the style from what of that of what uh Jeff john led to the band to change the name. So when they changed their their uh, music music you know John I guess their their um their way of playing uh they changed your name to bullet from a Valentine.
0: yeah and and if you think about mm. it like knowing the bullet from a Valentine that we know now if they were still called Jeff killed John it just feels like it wouldn't work
1: yeah just what, know, like I mean it flows man I this bullet from a Valentine you're like, oh my God what is this you know Jeff killed John it's yeah. like okay well Love Jeff Kill John. Just, That's that. Jeff
0: Kill John sounds like another, you know, uh, just early 2000s hardcore band. Right. Um, and it doesn't really pique your interest. <laughs> Bullet for my Valentine sounds yes. awesome. Sounds and So you're like, oh, cool, yeah. I'm going to check that out. And then you yeah. like see their t shirts and you're like,
1: yes. Hey, huh.
0: yeah. dude, I used to, I had the coolest Bullet for my Valentine uh, t shirt back in high school. I used it as part of my Halloween costume one year and uh we'll get to that
1: yeah <laughs> so in 2002 2002 uh the band secured a five album deal with sony bmg the man ha- the band has stated that their music influence were metallica iron man i iron man i Man. everybody's inspired by iron man as well yeah right and the <laughs> almighty slayer, slayer. got to say that with a grunt yeah right
0: I, I did my hands and
1: everything. <laughs> cool.
0: <laughs>
1: Too bad I don't have that on video. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs>
0: just believe that it, it's there.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. So the current lineup is Matthew Tuck, lead vocalist, r- lead and rhythm guitar, '98 to now. Michael Page Pageant, lead guitar, backing vocals, '98 to now. Jamie Messias, bass guitar, vocalist, from 2015 to present. Now. And Jason Bold, the drummer and percussion, uh, he played from 2017 to now, but he was a Tory member from 2016 to
0: 2017.
1: Mm-mm. Their former people were uh, Nick Crandall, which, as we stated before, played bass from 98 to 2003. Jason J. James, a bass guitar and vocals from 20, 2003 to 2015. Michael Moose Thomas Moose Moose played the drums mm-hmm. and drums in percussion uh ninety eight to two thousand sixteen. That was a long time.
0: Yeah. So. so when I saw when I saw Bullet from Valentine, uh it was with Moose Moose. was on drums. Yeah. Um and then uh Jay was on the bass. Oh, so nice. it was like the most the most well known of the lineup. <laughs> right. Um I forgot what album it was. Uh, it was venom venom was the album that had, or no, 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 no temper temper had just come out. Okay. Um, so it was that era. Yeah. Uh, and, um, uh, so they still played a lot of things, um, from, uh, the poison and scream, aim, fire and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it was, a it, it was a good, it was a good time to see them. I'm, I'm very thankful. I got to see that era of bullet from Valentine.
1: Right. Right. So they had six, uh, studio albums um, uh, The Poison Which is the first one Came out in two, 2005 Great album Have, um, uh well, well I'll I'll tell you about that one In a minute uh, Screaming and Fire Another great album 2018 tw- 2008 Fever is mm-hmm. 2010 temperate Temper, The album you were just talking about is 2013 mm-hmm. Venom 2015 and, Gra- and Gravity In 2018 Uh, They've had four video albums. Um, The Rock and Ring 20s 2006 came out in 2006, of course. Uh, The Poison Live in Brixton, which came out in uh, 2006. Scream and Then Fire Live at London Alexandria came out in in 2009. And Live from Brixton Chapter 2, which came out in 2017. Now they had some EPs. They've had Bully From Valentine, self-titled tw- 2004. Hand of Blood, tw- um, uh, yeah. 2005, great album. Hand of Blood Live and that came out in, in 2006. Rare Cuts, which came out in, tw- in 2007. And their last one, Live in From Kingston, 2015. They've had 25 singles and 26 music videos.
0: Ooh, now I, I will say this:
1: that many music videos, that's crazy. Right, I will say this: the first time I've heard of Bullet for My, for my Valentine was in it was in two thousand eight. Okay, Scream
0: so Fire. Scream
1: That's the first song I've ever heard from, and I fell in love yeah. with him. Um, and then I backtracked to the Poison, mm-hmm. and then that's when I heard of uh, Tears Don't Fall.
0: Yes. Tears Don't Fall is like, even though it's a metalcore, definitely a like metalcore song. Even, even with the, the the, you look at the music video and they've got like the flying V guitars, uh, you know Moose is playing his uh, double kick drum drum set, um, this giant metal rig and everything, and uh, so it's very much a a me- that metalcore type of music video. But dude, emo kids freaking love tears don't fall it's just like i I relate to that (laughs) crash around me yeah i feel that but um yeah so tears don't fall was my introduction to bullet from valentine um and then i discovered the hand of blood ep and i was like blown away just just so so good um and uh the song hand of blood is probably my favorite book a Valentine's song. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but there's, there's some great ones on that, on the poison, uh, scream, Aim fire. My, so, so my t-shirt story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what my one year, uh, for my Halloween costume, um, we had a party at my friend Robert's house. He's come up a lot in this episode. Uh-huh. Um, uh, had a party at Robert's house and, uh, I was, the, have you ever seen the music video for Waking the Demon? I have not. Sorry okay. It. Go watch it. Okay. Go watch it. It's great. That's okay. a, not only is it a great song, it's a great music video. Oh yeah. Yeah. Of
1: course.
0: Um, so I was the main character from the Waking the Demon music video. Um, now in that video, the kids, you know, he's a, your typical, you know, heavy metal fan in high school. He gets picked on. Uh, and uh, he's wearing like an Iron Maiden t-shirt, um, but secretly he's a werewolf. And uh, it's discovered at the end of the thing that he's that he's a werewolf. And uh, so I used that and inspired my costume, where I was a werewolf, but instead of wearing a heavy uh, an Iron Maiden t-shirt, I wore my bullet for my Valentine. Oh, nice. Um, huh. I'll, I'll have to see if I can find uh, the the picture that I have, but. Um, you know, I had the wolf head, the hands, and then I had these sleeves, um, these like tattoo sleeves that were like, it's like an actual sleeve to a t-shirt or to a shirt. So you just kind of, they sold them at Kmart. I found in the, the Halloween section at Kmart and mm-hmm. you like, just roll it onto your arm and it, so I had like tattooed sleeved arms <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and my bullet from a Valentine t-shirt wolf mask. It was a great Halloween.
1: Well, yeah. 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 So for people who haven't seen the actual logo, it's amazing in itself because it just said, oh, well, cool. it for my Valentine. But, then, but I, know, I know Valentine, the V looks like they put like a, a shape of a heart. On yeah. It. And surrounded it had guns that that are shooting at. Yeah, it's with like the, pistols on the side. Yeah, everything. which are shooting at like, like little uh, ribbons kind of. I don't know.
0: Yeah, it's pretty it's, sweet.
1: It's amazing. Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's a good logo.
1: So Very good logo. For
0: sure. Yeah. So not only oh. did they come up with a great band name, they came up with an awesome logo to follow it up as well. Yes. What you're supposed to do when you start a heavy metal band.
1: Absolutely. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I, I think you're right. The the, uh, the band name uh, that they were going to go with, um, Jeff John, doesn't seem to be very... It just wouldn't uh, have worked. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. You know, Bullet it wouldn't have worked. Like oh my god, what is this? Like, I gotta hear this, you know. Yeah. But yeah. so I think they did a really good job changing that, changing that name. For
0: sure. So definitely. Well, this is this was good, man. We'll yeah. have to revisit Metalcore. Um, Absolutely. It just it, it feels good to do a regular episode too because we've had a lot of interviews. Um, we can. I think um I think the last actual like episode that we did was um boy bands.
1: Yes. So what a and, jump. Yeah. Right. Jump <laughs> from blue um, bands to metal, you
0: know. Yeah, it's uh. but you know there's so many influential metalcore bands. Uh We could have kept going. This was this was just a specific time frame that these bands thrived, and it was everywhere you went. You got a Hot Topic, and it was t shirts everywhere for all these bands, right? Um, Absolutely. And it was just a it was a fun time to be a metal fan. Yeah, it was like there. It was like you could not release anything that was bad. Every album that came out was just so good. And you, you, it was back in the day. It was like the last, it was the final stages of, of the excitement of going to buy an album when it came out. And you had to wait for the album to come out before you heard any of the music. You stood in line, you got your CD, you unpackaged it as quick as you could when you got in the car. Yeah. Sometimes it was with your mom, and, <laughs> and you sometimes it was a rip
1: off a head and a right. goat.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. her out with album covers. Yeah. And uh, it's it was a special time, <laughs> a very special time in music. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's just like I think that's why I love this genre so much. It was just the the final stages before downloading just took over everything. Right. Um, which there's nothing wrong with it, and it's very convenient, and I love Apple Music, and I can just it, a new song is released by a band, I, I've downloaded it in two seconds.
1: Yeah, it's um,
0: and and I think it's uh, I think in a lot of ways that harms how we perceive these new songs, uh you know it, the excitement of of uh, the the build up to go buy the album. And then you listen to it start to finish, or you listen to it riding around with your friends. That was one of my favorite things. Is yes,
1: Robert going to the show, up, going to the store, going to
0: shows, yeah, going to stores, yeah. going to shows, yeah. Um, and again, Robert's going to come up because Robert and I shared a a big love for this for these bands, right. and uh, right. and that was one one thing that me and him really bonded over. And uh, actually, we, if, we would go to
1: actually if we could get him on the show, I, you know, I would love to to ask him about you know his often I mean, it's a like good one, not so, yeah.
0: I would, yeah. I would, be... I would, I would, I'll have to ask him to see if he wants yeah. to come on sometime. Right. But that was, that was something that we did. We get out of school and we go to FYE if there was a new album coming out by whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you buy the album and you listen to it. And we spent a lot of time listening to Bulletproof Valentine, uh, Atreyu, Atreyu yeah. uh, Killswitch Engage. He was a huge Killswitch Engage fan mm. right there along with me. So we,
1: right.
0: We really bonded over that. It was just a good time. Yeah. you know and uh these those days are long gone music is not the same as what it used to be these bands are not the same as what they used to be but it's a it's a fond memory for sure
1: right and i will tell you a a, a little snippet of uh what's coming next week for the for the fans of the show um and it coincides with for if Valentine. speaking of Beverly for um she is a is is a popular youtuber on mixed music and she and another person, I don't know who what her name is, uh, Violet. I, I, I think it's her first name's Violet, but that's not who's coming on next week. Um the person that we're gonna interview next week and Violet did a the out of Tears Don't Fall and I had to send you this before we have her on. Yeah. Um, so everybody make sure you tune in next week. It's gonna be fantastic.
0: Can't wait. So yeah. yeah it's gonna
1: be fun. Right.
0: Well, uh, be sure to follow us on all of our social media. Uh, we're on the Instagram, uh, at when words fail, music speaks pod. Uh, you can find us on Facebook and that's at WWFMS podcast. Uh, as we discovered at the beginning of this episode, <laughs> yeah. uh, we are on Twitter as well. Um, that's, uh, at when words fail MS. Um, you can email us with ideas for the show comments, Whatever. Uh, our email address is uh, when words fail podcast at gmail.com. Um, go check out our website. Um, you can find links to the shows. You can find a little bit more about myself, about James. Um, the website is uh, When words fail music speaks.com. Uh, You can find me on the Instagram and the Twitter uh, Blake underscore Mosley. Um and also go check out my other podcast, not religious.
1: Yeah, please do that that gets get your, great yeah.
0: your pod. thank you. Uh mm-hmm. it's been we've been a, it's we've been kinda off on getting episodes done. a very busy time for myself yeah. and for Brian. Um this podcast has has been easier to maintain, um, but we'll get back to it soon. Um and uh James, where can the lovely people find you on social media?
1: You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash jamesandrewcox1. On Instagram, it's uh, jamesandrewcox01. And on YouTube, it's the same thing as my Instagram, jamesandrewcox1. So, yes. Uh, we do have a uh, YouTube for when words fail, music speaks. But in order to get a, a, a custom URL, we have to have 100 subscribers. So please yeah. subscribe. Uh, yes i've been please very please. slow on getting a video without but they are in slowly um yeah and hopefully we get the almighty Bruce Lee to make a video real soon for y'all <sighs> yes yeah.
0: dude i'm planning i am planning on it and i would love to do i know you've done some vinyl um uh, excuse me vinyl reviews and things like that for yes. packaging um i've got a pretty sweet vinyl collection that i've been collecting with uh with my wife and we're you know we've got a few and I I think one of the videos that I would like to do soon um once we get the house kind of in order and I can have something as a backdrop and it actually looks cool
1: uh, instead
0: of a instead of a kind of unfinished mess right now yeah um but yeah that's that's something I want to do I want to I want to go through the vinyl records and uh kind of show them off and talk about them I have a sweet Blink-182 collection that I would love to go through um, so keep an eye out for that
1: cool so thank you everybody for listening to episode 17 on Metacore um, and mm-hmm. tune in next week for a very very special guest next week so um, for me I'm James and for Bruce Lee, we we send you all a goodbye and until next time bye
0: see ya been listening to the when words fail music speaks podcast stay tuned for more and thank you for listening